Welcome to Riftwalkers, everybody. I'm Noah. With Vamak gone for now, I've taken on the role of a Fran. Once a merchant, he now seeks a higher purpose. Perhaps he'll find it amongst our strange travelers from an unknown world. Now, here's Riftwalkers. Birds are chirping. It's a new day in Almorin. And Ifrin just learned of the trio's plans to kill the Count. You wish to kill the Count? Yes, we believe him to be one of these evil souls that we are searching for. Uh, perhaps we should go to somewhere uh, more private to discuss these matters. Just about to say the same thing as the square gets a little bit more crowded with people. What do you suggest? Hmm, that alleyway looks good. Were you not just saying <laughs> a few seconds ago that you didn't want to lead us in an alleyway? <sighs> I joke, I joke. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so Ifran leads you in between. It's, just, it's a tight passageway. Very little space in between these two buildings. It doesn't look like the cleaners get back here very much. I was um, about to say, it smells <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but then eventually you come to, it looks like there's a little bit of an area where just the geometry of all the surrounding buildings didn't quite match up. So there's a little triangular area where it's a bit more cleared out, but again, it doesn't smell great. And it, and it seems that you're away from prying eyes and ears. Okay. Now, Lyrian, you were saying? Reese mentioned that we mean to kill the Count. Well, there's truth to that. We mean to find if he is one of these evil beings that we are searching out. Now, I do not get to decide what is evil and what is good. But if it were up to me, I would not put the Count in the good category. And what reasoning do you have for that? We are also very new here, and we have heard only stories of the Count. Yes, you know, uh, very minor things. Slaughtering villages, uh, pillaging, stealing lands from other humans while everyone's at war with the kin. Very minor things, let me assure you. Is, is that what happened with the, the city of Loan? Yes, indeed it is. You have seen the Count's handiwork firsthand. Only from a distance. We went a little bit further east before we came here, and we had to retrace our tracks to get back. Then, you know as well as I do, the Count is no saint. Also, while we were there, there was a creature that we encountered. This creature didn't have any eyes, and it seemed kind of like a beast that went off of other senses. Interesting. There are many such beasts in the fell, since you are not from here. How well can you fight? I would say adequately. Adequate. Well, I'm quite trained with the bow. Trained with the bow? You have a rapier? I saw your little stuff with trying to take his purse. It was very smooth. Uh, if you had not noticed, I'm sure you would have been successful. I've used my blade on occasion. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me then, Luca, are you sneaky or not? Yes. So, we have one marksman, a one... Sneaky fellow? Sneaky <laughs> fellow. And uh, Reese, you, you have the mask and a greatsword. Can you wield it well? I would say so, yes. Hmm. Then you are in luck. The people I work with, we are not fans of the Count. Perhaps for the moment our interests align. Perhaps you could help me and I could help you. The Count is not conducive to our plans. And what plans might these be? Do you belong to some sort of organization? Our business is our own. But suffice it to say that we too would like to see the Count disposed of. We believe he is evil. You say that your business is your own, but there are others who have the same motive. Can we safely assume then that we could count on the help of more than just yourself? 
Perhaps. But first, I think you must prove to me that you are as good as you say you are. You say you are good with your sword. Indeed. He says he is sneaky. And he says that he is adequate with a bow. Perhaps some sort of a test is in order. If I judge you to be sufficient, perhaps I introduce you to some of my friends. And together, we can devise a way to deal with the count. Very well. Now... The only issue we still need to address is this man we met earlier today. If we choose to stand him up and not show up tonight, I have a sneaking suspicion that he will find us again. Will we be able to evade him? Perhaps. I have not seen him before. But I do not like him. I do not get a good feeling from him. Neither do I. I agree. But you said a test of our skills. What do you propose? I can't imagine we can do much right here. Come with me. And... Ifran moves out of the alley, and he starts uh, weaving through the crowd, down a couple of back alleys, down some streets, till you guys are thoroughly not sure where you're at. He stops in the middle of one final alley, and he waits for you all to catch up. Very well. Now that we are here, please. And he leans down, and he picks a grate up off the sewer, and you see a ladder down there. After you. It doesn't smell great, but very well. And Reese begins climbing. Luca follows. Do you have some kind of light that we can use while we're down there? Ah, of course. You should be able to find torches down there easily enough. Very well. And Laren starts climbing down. And Ifran goes down last. Sees you all there. Now, uh, not many people have seen what I am about to show you. Uh, but my friends and I, we have had operations in the city for a while. We thought it was important to have a safe space to practice and to plan things out. So please, uh, this is sealed off from uh, the other sewers, but sometimes it is hard to get the stink out. My apologies. And he takes a torch, pulls out a match, lights it, and he just goes down a short little hallway and opens up a door. Please, come in. Luca follows. As does Reese. Lyrene is like, I don't see why not. Okay. And then he comes in and he shuts the door behind him. And then he starts walking around the room, lighting lanterns that are just kind of posted around the room. And you see that it's kind of a bigger room. Okay. And it's got some training dummies. It's got, it looks like over on the side, it's got some false walls that could be put up almost like a, a set. And it's got some, like, classic, you know, archery targets out in the back. Um, and so it looks like pretty standard, just like a training ground. Underground. A training underground. Okay, here is what I propose. If you can prove to me that you are as good as you say you are, then I will introduce you to my friends, and we can all support each other in our mutual cause. Reese kind of looking around the room, and... Are we to attack these dummies surrounding us? Hmm. First, let us start with the archer. You say you are adequate. I might have been understating my abilities. <laughs> well, I certainly hope so, because if you want to kill the Count, adequate will not be enough. So please, shoot a bullseye on one of the hard targets. Anyone you like. All right, Lyrian gets out his bow and takes a shot. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Let's Zip. try this one. Oh my goodness! What'd that, you get? That, that 20. 20. That's my second attack. 
Larian grabs his bow and he takes aim and he gives it a nice soft little twang and the arrow slowly glides off and then he immediately draws another arrow, pulls back and aims right at the arrow he just shot, shoots that arrow and shoots it straight into the bullseye. Not bad. You know, after the first shot, I thought maybe adequate was an overstatement, but it appears you are as good as you say you are. Quite the shot. You there, Luca? Yes. You are sneaky, hmm? Yes. Very well. Then your challenge will be ongoing. You see this? Ifran holds up a silver piece, and he puts it into his pocket, and he looks at Luca and he says, If at any point during our little session here, you can get the coin out of my pocket and into your hand, then I will say you are sneaky. Well, I believe that it would be maybe more just to give me this challenge before we reach the halfway point in our little training session. Hmm. And do you believe it would be more just for Count Algir to give you a heads up? Hmm? Mm -hmm. To say, oh, these are the challenges you must face in order to kill me? I believe I've given you more advantage than he will. Well, to be quite (laughs) frank, I'm hoping that Count Algir isn't issuing challenges because he doesn't know I'm there. Yes. Yes. And that is exactly the point of this task. So that I know you are capable of doing just that. Continue. Very well. Okay, Reese. So before you can issue your challenge to Reese, the door kind of bursts open. And two people, you know, just explode into the room, both of them panting, and they close the door behind them. They're kind of shocked to see the lanterns lit and even more shocked to see Ephraim. One of them is this very tall, gray-skinned woman. The other one is sort of a shorter man whose both hair and skin are more of an umber color. And he looks at Ephron and goes, in Talish. So I think only Lyrian can understand him. And he goes, Ephron, what are you doing here? And then the woman, also in Talish, says, It is not meat that you would be here so soon. Katiana, Onik, hmm, it is good to see you. Yes, I did not expect to be back here so soon. But fortunately, I have smiled upon the children of Oria this day. And these trees show promise, and they say they want to kill the Count, which could be quite advantageous. The woman speaks up and she says, Luca's actually going to go up to Ifran and ask him in Felish because he doesn't speak Talish. Ifran, though I don't mean to be rude, who are these people? So you interrupt their conversation to ask that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just mean like, you know, two people come barging in. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Of course, how rude of me to not introduce my friends to you. Uh, the man is Onrek, and the woman is Katiana. Please, they are friends of mine. We work for the same cause. Very well. Thank you. Just wanted to be sure that I was not needed. And so he returns like, he just wanted to be sure that everything's fine. Yes. They're friends of his. It's of good. I understand your reticence. A man you barely know leads you down into a secret base. It is very suspicious. <laughs> The uh, the this torture dungeon. Reese had actually drawn his great sword when they burst <laughs> oh, into okay. the room. <laughs> the Talik man speaks up, kind of motioning toward Luke, and he's like, "We can speak in Felish if you would so prefer." Do what you will. I merely wanted to make sure everything is all right. I sadly do not yet speak the fair language of this land, so I was merely confused. The woman, however, she switches to Felish too, but she says to Ifran. The time for courtesy is long past. There are white flame people coming here now to kill us. That's good, because right now, Luca's definitely trying to steal that coin. 
while they're talking. I say, why don't you do a sleight of hand roll? Yeah, sleight of hand that. 14. Okay. Should I just do a perception roll to see yes. if I... Okay. Only 11. All right, you steal the coin. Okay, well, Ifran, at first he's taken aback that he hears that the white flame are, are coming for them. But then he says, hmm, perhaps this could be to our advantage. Katiana, Onrik, these three, at least they seem capable, but I would like to see them in real battle. Perhaps we should invite the white flames down and test their mettle. Or they are coming whether we want them to or not, Ifran. And then... Onrik, who's more in the doorway than the others, is suddenly pierced through the throat by a quarrel. Oh, bollocks. I liked him. By a what? A bolt from a crossbow. It's also called a quarrel. Oh. And it doesn't go all the way through his throat. It lodges in there. So it doesn't even, like, pierce through the front. But he kind of just starts clawing at his back, and he spins around, and all of you see that there is this huge bolt lodged in his spine. And he suffers enough damage to kill him. Oh, that sucks. Poor Auric. And you hear the clatter of feet coming down the hallway. Splash, splash, splashing. Roll initiative. 18. 22. 14. 9. All right, so it'll go two players and then the enemies who have yet to appear. But they you've heard them down the hall. And then two more players and then Katiana. So Lyrian, he makes a move to where he can look through the doorway, but he's a little bit farther back and takes a shot at the first guy. You can't see him, but you could probably just shoot down the corridor. It's okay. not like it's very... Yeah, you'll have disadvantage. Okay, I'll do that. 21 for the first one. <gasps> yeah, that hits. 11 damage. Lyrian's going to take aim and shoot again. This you, one... you have disadvantage again. Yeah. Well, you got I... a 20 and a 19. Yeah. Okay, so wow. you hit again. <laughs> Good roll. Five damage. Okay, so Reese sees two arrows fly from Lyrian's bow, go down the hall. I'm assuming he could hear some sort of like grunt as yeah, it. Yeah, you hear like a oh shite. <laughs> so, so he hears that, and he he rushes over, positioning himself to one of the sides of the door, like basically so it's the door and he's kind of just pressing himself up against it with his greatsword, ready to strike as soon as an enemy crosses the threshold. Okay. So, Larian, you were, like, across the room? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, in other words, they would be able to see you. Sure. A crossbow bolt comes, and it strikes you right in the sternum, going right through your scale mail, dealing 37 damage. Holy 37? Holy crap. At least it's not lethal. What's your lethal thing? 43. Holy crap. Yeah, seriously. So that's a major wound? Yeah. Your sternum is broken. Gosh. And you are bleeding internally. You cannot move. Is he still standing? Yes. Can I still draw my bow and shoot at them? You may, but you'll have disadvantage on every attack. One robed in these white robes, kind of stained with sewer muck, runs into the room, which then prompts Reese to attack. That is a 23. That is enough to hit. 17 damage. So as, it, as he sees the flash of white robes crossing into the door, he just strikes at him with the great sword, attempting to go for the head, but probably off just because he, he threw himself off a little bit and hits a little bit lower. You slash right from the top of his shoulder down to his elbow, opening that up. And so that white robe just becomes soaked with blood and you've inflicted a minor wound on him. Cool. Um, and then a second one charges through. I do have two attacks, so... I guess, yeah, then... That prompts your second attack. So he strikes once, reels back again, 
Uh, Does not hit. Yeah, that's not something hit. Eight. Nope. Okay, yeah. And Art, kind of staggering from the first one, misses on his second attack. That first man who you cut, he kind of staggers, and he has this scimitar that he starts swinging about, and he completely misses everyone around him. However, the second one takes out a little dagger, and he tries to stab Reese. Does 14 hit? No. Okay. Then you are able to just parry that attack, or just block it aside. As the guys rush in, Ifran is upon them in a moment. He zips over towards the first guy that got slashed by Reese, and he comes in with a punch. First one was only 13. Miss. Well, what about a 17? Hit. All right. The guy dodges the first blow, but he takes the second one right to the face for eight damage. whoop And then Ifran is going to, uh, using the power of key that he has unlocked within his body, he's going to take another smash at him. 13 again. Miss. So one last try. <laughs> oh, that's a net oh, one. No. I should have just left it there. All right. Oh, the gods are cursing us. So Ephron suffers too straight. Okay. None of his blows are hitting. He's off his game. He's shaken up because Onric just got toasted before his eyes. That makes sense. So Luca is going to come in. Can Luca position himself in a way that he is not in front of the hallway yet will flank the guy with the dagger with Reese? Yeah. Okay. Well, Luca does that uh, behind the guy with the dagger, attacking him. His advantage. It's 24. That is a hit Cool. He will do... 12 damage to the one who was wielding the dagger. Try to stab Reese. So with your rapier, you do like a nice little clean incision right above this guy's kidney. And oh. he starts bleeding profusely. And you've inflicted a minor wound on him. So Katiana is just like the epitome of focus here. And she draws her short sword. And in two swift blows... She slashes one of these white-robed figures once from shoulder to hip, and then the other way from the other shoulder to the other hip. And that person takes 18 damage, and then that person takes 48 poison damage. Holy cow. Because of her short sword, and the blood that is soaking his robe is clotting into this, like, sickly white-green stuff, and he's foaming at the mouth. And that guy falls over and he's dead. Uh, was this the guy with the uh, scimitar or was this the guy with the dagger? Scimitar. Okay. Back to the top with players. Can I see if one of them has like a crossbow? Because if they don't have a crossbow, that means there's another one like in the hallway. I'm going to guess there's another one in the hallway, to be totally honest. At a quick glance, you see none of them are holding the crossbow. Do you want to go there, Ian? You'll have to shoot through this melee here. You'll have this advantage. Shoot the dude that with the dagger. With the dagger. Okay. Roll with disadvantage. 21. That hits. Really fighting through the pain. Uh, seven damage. All right, your arrow kind of just right into his shoulder. And Larian's going to shoot again. Okay, go. Still have disadvantage. 21. <laughs> All right. Nine. And he now has an arrow in the other shoulder. All right, next player. Uh, Reese is going to... Try to take advantage of his precarious situation, now having arrows in both shoulders, and strikes at him with a 20 attack. That hits. 15 damage. You slash him across the back and inflict another minor wound. 
And now... Can't you attack twice? Oh, heck yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And then um, I'll take another penalty. Uh, that hits again. 21. 15. And then on your upstroke, you <laughs> slash this guy across the back again. Like, this robe is in tatters. <laughs> and there are these deep cuts across his back. And you, like, nick his spine. He drops his dagger and he falls to his knees and he surrenders. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Another coral from a crossbow streaks into the room and smashes into the back of Reese right in your shoulder blade, like that big bone back there and that meaty muscle. And that deals 19 damage. That is a minor wound. All right. You will have negative one on attacks because it's hard to kind of move your arm when there's a bolt messing with your muscles. And then a fourth robed figure runs into the room, also holding a dagger. And he tries to stab Reese in the back. My backstabber. He misses. He glances off your armor. Player time. Can Efron make it to the crossbow guy without provoking opportunity attack from? No. The thir- okay. You'll have to, like, like, he's in the space of the doorway. You'll have to travel through that space. You'll actually have to squeeze through that space. Let me attack him first real quick. The doorway guy? Doorway guy. Yeah, I assume not the surrendered guy. Um, let's say 20... It hits. Yeah, okay. Seven damage to him. I'm going to make this flurry of blows and, and take another attack on him. That one was only a nine. That misses. That's okay, because the first one was a flying sidekick, and he has to make a strength saving throw. Eleven. He failed. So a flying sidekick comes in, boom, hits him right in the side, and the guy goes flying out of the doorway. And um, I think, is the wall closer than 15 feet? I'm imagining I'm coming in uh, kind of from the side to knock him so he's still in the room. I'm not knocking him, like, straight out of the room. I think it's a big enough room that 15 feet doesn't. Okay. It's, he gets him pretty close to the wall, like five feet from it. But he's I, I kick him just how he kind of flies past Reese and lands on the ground. Kind of hits one of the dummies. Yeah, exactly. And then, with that, uh, because that was Flurry of Blows, which is technically a bonus action, I'm going to then move through the doorway, and I run about 45 feet. Well, you stop at 35 feet because you run into a guy with a big A crossbow. And when I see him there, I go for the punch! Okay. That is a 24. That hits. Boom, baby. And uh, that is six damage. Okay. Cool. And then using my second attack... Flurry of Blows is the bonus action. It's ridiculous. That one's a 19. That hits. And then a palm strike right to the sternum, dealing five damage. <laughs> That's the end of your turn? And that is the end of my turn. All right, who's next? I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Luke is the last one. How wide is this hallway? Two shoulder widths. So if I went down there, could I fight the guy, basically? Yes. Okay. There's still Dagger Guy. I think... Oh, Dagger Guy is still there. He's on the ground, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's on the ground 15 feet away from you. Crossbow Guy is... 35 feet away from you. I don't know. If I, don't, I can't run 35 feet, but I think I'll leave that guy to Reese. I go to Dagger Guy, who's prone on the ground, and I'm going to stab him through the face. Maybe. Do I get advantage because he's on the ground? Yes. Yes. Uh, 18 is pretty good. Much better than that one. So uh, I stab him, reach down, stab him clean through, and pull out. How much damage? 20. You definitely nick something 
because he starts bleeding really heavily as he stumbles to his feet, wielding his dagger. Hey, you, you inflicted a minor wound. A dagger was a poor choice of weapon, wow. sir. Katiana takes out a little crossbow and shoots it down the hallway, and it hits different. Dang it, Katiana. Let me roll 1d10. So tell me what you're doing. 14. The initial bolt, does that do 14 damage? No. How much does it do? Six. Six? Okay. So this bolt is whistling through the air, hoping to find the guy in front of Efron, but instead heading straight for his back. Using this, his sixth sense, Efron whips like he does. He goes Matrix style, and he like jerks his back to one way, and he grabs the missile with one hand, and boom, he stabs it into the dude in front of him. Do you have to do or, an attack roll? Or? Yeah. I gotta do, I gotta do, I gotta do that attack. Yeah. 15. That hits. Yes! <laughs> okay, roll 1d8 plus 3. Uh, That's 5. All right, that guy takes 5 damage, and then he takes 24 poison damage because he failed the save. Oh, oh yeah, yes, that was good. <laughs> So, so back to the top. Ifran is going to take another hit at this guy. Uh, um, that's only a 12. That misses. And then he's going to try one more time. Ooh, that was a 26. That is a hit. All right. And he's going to palm strike to drive the bolt even further into this guy. Jeez. Uh, that does five damage. Okay. And then he is going to use patient defense. So this guy gets disadvantage on attacks roll made against me. Gotcha. Reese runs over to go assist in taking out the dagger guy with Luca. Reese makes an attack. He also positioned himself so that the guy was between himself and Luca. Uh, 21. That's a hit. 16 damage. You are a minor wound machine. <laughs> um, so you bring your greatsword and he kind of like raises his hand instinctively and right between his middle and his ring finger you chop down into his wrist a little bit and he like pulls his hand away but you his you've basically severed his hand in half that's minor Holy crap! We don't want to know major. <laughs> major was breaking. Yeah, his major sternum. was breaking your sternum yeah, and puncturing punctu your lung. So after doing that, uh, he reels back his greatsword one last time. <laughs> ah, he misses. So he he tries to strike him again, but the guy maybe like stumbles back a little bit and goes out of his, yeah, his, yeah. his hand is split in half. Yep. <laughs> he swings his dagger wildly, and if you didn't do that, he would have hit Luca, but he. He misses completely. Wait, is he is he attacking Luca? Yeah, or? he tried to attack Luca with his dagger, but um, he just. So then I, I get an attack on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. if, if he attacks a friend within five feet, then I get an attack. Fifteen. Oh um, that hits. Okay. Seventeen. In a side sweep, you just lob that hand completely <laughs> off. Boy. Oh, it might. It's not looking good for you. That's Crossbow Guy's turn, who pulls out a scimitar. Ooh. And attacks Ifrin. With uh, disadvantage. With disadvantage. And good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Does 15 hit? Nope. Okay, then you are able to easily just like, right out of the way. I am the wind. I move like the waves. Okay, play that. I'm going to okay. attack not-handed guy. <laughs> Also five. That's not great. That's um, 12. That misses both times. Bollocks. 
Well, with that, Larian's going to shoot at the dude. Which guy? The guy missing his hand. 15. That hits. Six damage. That arrow flies between your two friends right into this guy's forehead, and it buries itself in his brain, and he goes cross-eyed, holding his stump, and then he falls down. Poor chap. He's dead. Should I take my other attack and try to hit the other guy? You can sure try. <laughs> you're going to get three, you're going to get the worst of three. Did you take disadvantage on that? Yes, yeah. I did. You'll take disadvantage on this one if you're shooting crossbow man. Do it. Do it. Okay, you probably won't get a one. Oh, oh, I get a one, you <laughs> fool. What'd you get? One. <laughs> okay. It's because um, Ammon said it. <laughs> roll for damage. That'll be 11. Ephraim? <laughs> you gonna react to that? Okay. I got two plus four for the dex mod, which is six, plus another six for the monk level, which is 12. I catch that arrow too. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna spend the key to make the attack. I just take it and I snap it. <laughs> And I throw it on the ground. Could you not snap it? Because he needs to pick those up. I need those. He's he's in the moment, man. Next time he shouldn't shoot me in the back. Yeah, too late for that. Tell that to Katiana. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Katiana, she takes the pummel of her short sword and she smacks the surrendered white-robed person on the head, and they fall unconscious. Back to the top. All right, I'm going to attack him. Here comes the punch. That was twenty-three. That's a hit. Dealing nine damage. Yeah, punch him right in the face. I punch him right in the face. Oh, here comes the roundhouse. Oh, 24. That hits. Boom. For eight damage. A punch and then a roundhouse combo. Does he look bloodied? Oh, he looks like he's on the edge of unconsciousness. I feel like. Then I am taking flurry of blows, baby. (laughs) 17. That hits. Six damage. Finish him off. Yes. Roundhouse kick. And then you see me, you know, uh, I do the the Ryu Street Fighter punch. You see the black flames come by in the slow punch. And then, boom, I punch him right in the chest. And then he just, like, looks dazed for a second. And then he falls over backwards. He is toast. All right. That's the end of the encounter. Luca walks towards the opening in the hallway and walks down it to where he finds Ifran. He pulls the coin out of pocket, flips it to him, and just says, Well, what do you think? 